Welcome to The Writer's Edge, a podcast exploring writing across the disciplines from the arts to the sciences and everything in between. We are coming to you from Shark Tank number two in the NSU Writing and Communication Center on the fourth floor of the Alvin Sherman Library in Davie, Florida. My name is Adara, and today's guest is Nikki Chastine, our Writing and Communication Assistant Director. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Adara. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Okay, do you think of yourself as a writer? Is that a label you are comfortable with? I've always considered myself a writer. I mean, my biggest go-to line is, I write, I don't math. That's like a whole joke with my family. And I've always considered myself a writer. I've always considered myself a strong writer. And it wasn't until I started working at the WCC and going through CRDM that I was like, you know, maybe I'm not the best writer I thought I was, or I could always use a second set of eyes or whatnot. Tell us a little bit about your your writing experience. I know you recently graduated uh, with an MA from NSU's Composition Rhetoric and Digital Media program, and congratulations. Tell us about your thesis. What was it about, and why did you choose to write about the topic? Well, thank you very much. So my thesis was basically to design a Comp 1000, Composition 1000, basic writing online course. And what I chose to focus on was what best practices would create the best sense of community in an online classroom basic writing class. So I looked at engagement, collaboration, and kind of community building. And what led me to that topic was just the number of online classes that I have taken as a student from the AA level all the way up to the master's level. And I just felt like there were really, really good online instructors and there were really, really poor online instructors. And it seemed like whenever there were really good online instructors, there was a lot of engagement and it made the class more enjoyable. I you know, made friends in the classes, even though they were fully online. And so I just kind of wanted to see what went into that and how I could improve as a future instructor. So that's kind of how the project came about and what I chose to write about. That's really interesting. Um, I've taken online courses as well, and I've had great experiences with online courses. And then I've had, you know, not so great. And it really was about the engagement. So I definitely feel you on that. And that's a really interesting topic. So I see that you researched about engagement. So what was the thesis process like for you? Oh, the thesis process was, it was an experience. I mean, obviously going from undergraduate to graduate, you don't really ever get the exposure or the experience of writing such a large paper. And so I think just having a really good advisor and an advisor that understands the process to help guide you is really important. You know, in the beginning, you kind of feel a little lost. You're kind of wondering where to start. So having a really good kind of timeline and base plan to kind of guide you through the process is really helpful. And an accountability partner is really helpful. Weekly meetings with your advisor is helpful um, just to kind of help you stay on task and stay on time because it's really easy to be like, no, you know what? I don't want to write today or I don't want to read, you know, three articles today. So 
I think just making sure that you set yourself up for success is kind of the biggest help throughout the process. Um, and it made it for me, not the worst writing experience I've had because I was set up for success from the beginning. Right. And that's really encouraging just hearing about your process and then, you know, you having an, a community and having accountability partners. I think that's definitely something that will benefit anybody, especially with a thesis, because it is a long piece of work that you're creating over the course of a semester or two, correct? Yes. Um, okay. And that also kind of goes into like, you know, giving us advice, as first, especially for graduate student writers. So as far as having community and having accountability partners, would you say that that was like the most beneficial for you as far as just the process goes and actually being successful in completing it? Did you complete it in a timely manner, like with the schedule that you created for yourself? Well, um, no. <laughs> um, you know, the, the, the interesting part about writing a thesis is, you know, you kind of have to be flexible and really go with the flow because as you write and as you research, even though you start out with certain research questions, your your project kind of changes as you go and that's okay. And I think it's really important when that starts to happen that you do continue to keep those accountability partners and that community and those, you know, timelines, even though you might be adjusting a timeline, it's still important to really have kind of that framework that I was talking about before to kind of make it seem not as daunting if, if your project starts to change scope. I did end up taking an extra semester only because I was working full time and I just felt for me personally, it was really important for me to give myself enough time to finish my project and do a really good job with it and be proud of the work. I, you know, mm -hmm. originally it was about two semesters and just again, for my personal preference, I ended up taking a third semester. So for me, that was very helpful. Okay. So I hear it's giving yourself enough time and taking your time with it. So if you had, for example, someone wanted to get it finished within two semesters, but, you know, it was carrying on to another semester, it's a good idea to, you know, not rush things. I, I definitely think it's a good idea not to rush things, but I also know that for for people who might only have a part-time job or for people who are just doing school full-time, it is feasible to do it in two semesters. Like I said, I also took my, my extra semester was in the beginning of my thesis process, not at the end. So it gave me more time to do the proposal. It gave me more time to do research. And once I got all of that done, um, again, the summer semesters are, are shorter by about six weeks. So it wasn't a whole extra semester, but it did provide me that uh, that little bit of extra time to just kind of get into a groove and and find a good a good timeline that worked for me. Right. Thank you for that. Um, just hearing your process and the advice you're giving, not just to us, but like also the listeners, is really great. I definitely am encouraged by it, and I hope that our listeners are encouraged by it too. Because I'm a person I know like who likes to get things done as scheduled, but also too, I'm learning that, you know, taking your time and having people you can trust and talk to about, you know, especially something as big as the thesis is something that I'm finding that is very beneficial. And, and it's just encouraging hearing it from you who recently just graduated from the program that I'm currently in, and maybe some of our listeners are in as well is just something that's encouraging. Thank you for that. 
So did you yourself use the WCC when you were preparing for your thesis? I did. I had 34 appointments during my course of thesis. And I know compared to some students, that's not a ton, but I, I did. I had regular appointments with Veronica. I regularly had people reading through my stuff, whether it was Ricky off the books or whatnot. I was always getting advice about my thesis project. So yeah, I think working at the writing center has really changed my my views on writing as a writer and as an instructor now. You recently graduated and you also too, not only did you graduate, you went from being an administrative assistant to being an assistant writing center director and adjunct professor. So what was that like for you transitioning? Well, that is a great question, Adara, because <laughs> as, I was reading, as I was reading the questions ahead of time, I really kind of honed in on this question. And I thought a lot about it because also through all of that, we are in a pandemic, right? Yes. <laughs> so, well, there's all this change happening and we're going from being in a physical space to an online only space. And then I'm finalizing my thesis and defending my thesis. And then there's this promotion that's happening. And, you know, then I decide that I want to start my teaching experience and kind of get that ball rolling. And, you know, I think I handled it pretty well, but at the same time, it was very overwhelming trying to transition from full-time student, full-time professional to only full-time professional and then part-time instructor, trying to learn how to create syllabi and then create a plan for, for the writing center and onboarding new consultants over the summer and making sure that everyone was set up for success for the fall, making sure the writing enriched program was running smoothly and we were contacting instructors to get that ball rolling and it really was overwhelming, but I think the most beneficial and most important part of all of that, even though I was very overwhelmed, is just having that support. You know, Kevin Dvorak, the executive director, is super, super supportive. And anytime I needed a break, he was willing to let me take a break. If I needed him to send an email, he would send an email. So I think Despite the overwhelming nature of all of the changes happening in a very short amount of time, I felt very supported by, you know, not only Kevin, but, but the faculty coordinators and the graduate assistant coordinators, the GACs, you know, the whole staff was very, very supportive of the whole process. So I think that made it a lot easier. I'm so excited about my new role and where that's going. So I think for me, again, just being overwhelmed and being excited, but also knowing that I have a ton of support. Right. And I can relate to the part it being overwhelming because, you know, I came in as well <laughs> as a graduate student into the program, going fully online and working at the Writing Center. So I relate to that a lot. And I love that, you know, you said you had the support. That's really important. I felt like, you know, just just going into a new role and transitioning from one to another, you support is important. It's something that we all need. And, you know, specifically us being online, I think that's when we need support the most because we're all new to this. We're, we're in an age of Zooming and, you know, having go-to meeting and things like that. And just having people around to support you, you know, and even if we, they necessarily don't know, you know, we can always look to someone else who might know how to do it. And that's really great. Just having that community. Absolutely. 
Yes, of course. And, you know, I really appreciate you, you know, helping out when I even need it. Uh, I mean, if I didn't have, you know, Kevin Dvorak and you, you know, it, it would have been a lot more challenging. So that's great to hear that you had a great supportive community and made the transition a lot easier for you, even though it was challenging at times. Yeah, definitely. So in your eyes, uh, what is the most rewarding aspect of working in the WCC? Ah, uh, yes. The most rewarding aspect of the job, I would have to say, is working with students and not only our employees as students, but the students that we serve across the university. It's so great for me when I have a student, even if they come in very frustrated, they can't get an appointment or their professor told them they needed to come to the Writing and Communication Center because they're quote unquote bad writer, just kind of establishing that relationship and that rapport with them and just letting them know that we are here for them. We don't think they're a bad writer and, you know, kind of giving them the tools they need to become better writers. You know, even if they are a good writer, they still could come in very um, frustrated. Maybe the professor's assignment wasn't super clear, knowing that you're there to support them and help them. And then when they come back and they thank you for all your help and support or, you know, they start emailing you privately and, you know, telling you how helpful the Writing and Communication Center has been. After this, I'm actually presenting to one of our one of our students, graduate students. She she and I developed a relationship, uh, you know, via email, via phone, just in helping her make appointments and, you know, just giving her that extra level of customer service. So now I'm presenting to her her PhD cohort later, and that wouldn't have been possible if we didn't develop a relationship and a rapport over time just by her scheduling appointments and me answering the phone every day. So I think that's the most rewarding part of my job is, is helping students and making them feel supported and um, confident as writers. Definitely. You know, that's just something that is just, I feel like, everyone who works within the writing center no matter what position they're in is ensuring that the students are getting what they need out of appointments whether it's just emailing a question just to make sure that they understand you know the protocol for zoom or not understanding the scheduling things like that i feel like many of the students are very appreciative and simple we never know like simple conversations with them just clarifying a question for them is something that's helping them and ensuring that they are getting what they need out of the appointment or even out of the writing center in general. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. So um, what was your, your favorite moment from the writing center this far? I will. Yeah. This was another question that I was thinking about that kind of stumped me. So as a center, we put on a lot of events or as an opportunity in the Composition Rhetoric and Digital Media Master's program, we have the opportunity to go to conferences. And I've been to conferences before, mm-hmm. but I think one of my favorite memories so far was going to the SWCA conference in 2019, just kind of getting to know my my peers as you know friends. We really developed uh, close friendships because of that trip. And I think you know, having to prepare for a conference in a, in a group setting and, and doing group presentations, I think, you know, you learn a lot about each other, you know, on a more intimate level. And I think that, you know, being able to work together and then hang out together in social settings and that still being 
a really close friendship. I think that's probably um, probably my favorite memory uh, so far working at the Writing Center is going to the SWCA conference in 2019. Oh, yes, definitely. <laughs> um, the SWCA conference is amazing. And I, I definitely can agree just making relationships with people, getting to know people, getting to know other professionals, other students who are in the same field or interests as you is really great. Um, and I think that's a great moment to think about uh, definitely just experiences and um, getting to know people and, you know, building those relationships because it, it really is about community. And that's really what, you know, the Writing Center is about is community and ensuring that people are being served and building those relationships and helping everyone, no matter what their needs are. Yeah. And I think too, to add on to that, um, that's a great point. And I think if you have a good relationship with your colleagues and coworkers, um, outside of the writing center space, then it makes working together that much easier and that much more um, enjoyable. And you can serve, you know, the students better when you're you're all working cohesively. So I think, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, and you know, teamwork literally, not to sound uh, cliche, makes the dream work. To be honest, I mean, it doesn't matter what community you're a part of uh, working at the writing center you know if you are friendly and you know encouraging to one another and helping each other out when you can like that definitely makes the space much like a lot more enjoyable and if everyone enjoys their job you know you you're giving better service to the students who are coming to us for writing help yeah yeah exactly i agree yes Okay, so a little bit about WCC, like how do you feel that we're impacting the campus overall at NOVA? Oh, I think, I think we have a significant impact on the NSU community uh, as a whole. We have writing enriched classes where we have writing fellows that go into uh, very specific courses, whether it's bio or composition, and serve those students very specifically with very specific needs and skills. And we do a lot of presentations in graduate program orientations. And then those students realize the value of the services that we provide. And I think we, over the almost three years that I've been working um, at NSU, I've seen the growth in our center and I've seen the, the outreach that we have on campus and I mean, not only in the statistics and the sheer number of appointments we've had, I mean, we recently hit our 25,000th appointment in the, you know, less than three years, the Writing and Communication Center has been serving the whole university. So I think that's a testament of how well we are assisting the university and the resource that we provide is a valuable resource and the students see that and the faculty see that. So I think that's probably the biggest impact that we've had. And again, just in sheer numbers alone, it's evident, but also, you know, in the repeat appointments, the students who continuously come back to us and say how much they enjoy receiving the assistance and learning how to become better writers, I think that's the biggest impact that we've had so far. Definitely. I mean, the numbers say it uh, for itself. I mean, 25,000th appointment. Uh, I mean, that's a huge, you know, amount. And the fact that students are coming back and saying that we 
been helping them, you know, succeed as far as their writing or improving their skills as writers if they're if they weren't that confident in it. I mean, me even as a, a consultant myself, you know, I've had repeat appointments and them continuously telling me, you know, thank you for your help and it's it's been uh, so beneficial for me. I, I understand what mistakes I'm making and you your advice isn't helping me improve. You know, that's makes me even more happy to help and serve, you know, the community. And as far as far as, you know, at NSU, it's nice to know, you know, I'm doing something bigger than myself. And that's that that's exactly what the writing and communication center is doing. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not about you and the job and the paycheck. It's about the bigger picture, right? The the helping others. And it, it's it's just such a rewarding, I mean, it's just such a rewarding job on any level. I feel like even the FDAs, they, they are so helpful to students. And when we were in person, if they recognized a student was coming in and was nervous and some of our FDAs would just be like, hey, it's okay. You know, there's a lot of other people here and, you know, you're not the only one and you're not alone. And, you know, then they wait for their consultant to come get them for their appointment. And it just, it really, all the way from the FDA level, all the way up through GACs and consultants and faculty coordinators and me and Kevin, I think we all just want what's best for students and are so student-centered Yes, exactly. I mean, it is about the students and ensuring that they are getting the help they need to succeed in their courses. So you, we talked a little bit about different positions. You know, you are an assistant writing center director and, you know, I'm a graduate assistant coordinator. So to someone who is interested in applying to uh, the WCC, what do you think it takes to become a peer consultant? Well, to be a peer consultant, I think you need to be a people person or at least have a good background in customer service. I think a lot of what we do is very customer service based. So we've we've hired consultants who have not really worked in high school or they're finishing up composition. So you know, they're, they're just trying to get their, their feet wet on campus mm-hmm. and get involved in something that's beneficial to not only their professional development skills, but also, you know, again, helping others. I I would say having customer service skills is the biggest skill that you would want to have Mm -hmm. as a consultant, but also just kind of having compassion and empathy and knowing that even the students who think they're great writers can always use a second set of eyes. So kind of, again, being empathetic to that, if that makes any sense. Um, but yeah, I think you really just have to be kind and collaborative and willing to just want to help others. I think those are the important qualities that would help someone become a peer consultant. Yes. And I definitely agree with that. You know, just being a graduate assistant coordinator myself and a consultant, I, you know, I find myself being so understanding and empathetic with, you know, students, you know, no matter what topic it is, sometimes students are very nervous and sometimes just sitting there and just be able to listen to them vent and talk about their struggles with writing is sometimes what all they need. Um, of course, you know, I help them with, you know, the writing concerns, but I just love being able to listen and getting right to like what their concerns are and sometimes just, you know, having a conversation beforehand and then getting into it it's I, I just love everything about it um, and I feel like anyone who is looking to 
uh, apply definitely if you have those qualities definitely apply for someone who wants to apply how do they go about doing that so they can look for the job on JobX and there's an undergraduate position and a graduate position. Both are, you know, found in JobX. And if you've never had a job on campus before, I think you have to take quick em- employment quiz on Canvas, and then you can apply. And we we really have a rolling hiring process. I mean, if there's a, a resume that I receive that sticks out to me, I'm I'm happy to schedule an interview right away. You know, depending on the needs of of the center at the time, but you know, we're always looking to add consultants and add staff. And if, like I said, if the resume sticks out and you have the skills that we're looking for, then you could be hired fall, winter, summer. It doesn't really matter. Mid-semester, you know, if it's the end of the semester, we might onboard. And then the next semester you'll begin training. It just, it's a really, I would say out of all the jobs on campus, it's probably one of the easiest to, to apply to and potentially get hired just because, you know, we're always looking for more, for more consultants. Definitely. And thank you for that. Uh, I'm pretty sure, you know, the listeners out there who are interested in getting involved with the Writing Center have, you know, an idea of what they're getting into and what we require. And now they know too how to apply if they are really, you know, interested in the position. Yes. So, yes, please apply. You hear our (laughs) assistant uh, writing center director. (laughs) So with, you know, the conversation we had about, you know, your transition into your position as, you know, the assistant writing center director and adjunct professor and the rewarding aspect of working at the WCC, uh, where do you see the WCC going in the future? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I can tell you what we would love for the future to look like, and that would be, you know, be able to open our services up to not only the NSU community, but also, you know, the greater Davie or Broward communities. I think that's one of one of the most important things about writing and communication centers is being able to offer services, you know, outside of your, your university and get involved in community projects. And I know we've, we've dabbled in that a little bit, but I think just being able to do that on a, on a bigger scale, I mean, even other departments on campus, they, they have a huge outreach in the community and they're well-known. And I think, you know, putting the WCC in the same you know, in the same conversation is something that, that we would love to have happen in the future. You know, I would also, as much as it's great to be booked, um, it's a good problem to have, to be having, to have students on the waiting list and to have students emailing saying, Hey, I need more appointments, but I can't get them. I mean, you always want to have that as a good problem, but at the same time, we want to be able to serve all of the students without having them on a waiting list. We want to, you know, be able to have greater availability for our students. And so I think that would be the other thing for the future that would be one of my goals is to be able to have, you know, students not on waiting lists. That would be the ideal, right? Right. Um, So yeah, I would say, I would just say, you know, like almost unlimited availability and then being able to be more involved in the community, uh, the Broward and Davie community on a, on a bigger scale. That would be fantastic. 
Yes. I mean, we're, we are expanding just hearing about the 25,000th appointment and, you know, us being completely online and being booked. I feel like we are doing our part and, you know, it just takes a lot of uh, strategy and planning to expand, but I definitely see, you know, uh, the Writing Communication Center expanding in the near future. Uh, hopefully we won't be in a time of COVID anymore and be able to do so in person. But yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you again for coming in and sitting down with us and letting us get to know you a little better on a personal level. And also to thank you for allowing us to, you know, go a little more into depth about the Writing Center and just what we offer. And even too, to those who are interested in even getting involved at the Writing Center and working as a peer consultant, you know, now they know how to do so. So definitely appreciate your input and allowing us to interview you. Thank you. I I really enjoyed being here with you. Um, This was fantastic. I appreciate asking for the insight and being open to the information it's it's really nice to be here so thank you for having me thank you and definitely hope to talk to you again very soon awesome thanks adara thank you we thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the writer's edge and we hope you tune in next time you can submit your own podcast to be featured on ours And you can even submit your own stories about the Writing Center or any questions you may have. Thank you again for tuning in to the Writer's Edge, and we'll be back on your airwaves real soon.